Hello, I'm Michael Barr. And I'm Scott Soshnick. Eb and Novi Williams is off today. He's running some silly amount of miles in the trails. So we're bringing in a pinch hitter, colleague Ira Boudway coming Woo-hoo. in. Welcome to the podcast, Ira. Thank you guys for having me. Very excited, I right? I don't run. You, <laughs> but you do have a sick kid at home, so you want to yes, run yes. away. You'll yes, stay here exactly. all darn night. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. And today we begin with word from the NFL Players Association that more than 25% of the grievances filed by players over the past two years were against one team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. See, I'm going to say Jaguars, too. Now, I think Ira, it's like some people like cilantro and some don't. Yeah. I think Ira is one of those people who genetically says Jaguars. I say Jaguar. Why is Jaguar? It's Jaguar. I grew up in Arizona. Oh, all right. Well, there we have it. But more importantly. (laughs) But don't pet one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More importantly, what the NFLPA is saying to its members is, hey, fellas, we'd like you to be aware of this when you're making your free agent decisions, when you're evaluating, "Mm, where should I play with the offers? Where should I go? Where do I want to spend my career? This is a dangerous thing for the NFL, uh, for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, when the union itself is telling its members, big flashing warning sign on this club. Be wary if you're going to sign. That's what the NFLPA is signing. I've never quite heard something like that before from a union like that in the National Football League, but here we are. Ira, do you have some stats in your crib sheets there? Uh, well, I have the – so Dante Fowler Jr. turns out to be the guy who was fined 700000 over time. And then, 25 – he was fined yeah. 25 times. Yeah, now with the Rams. And he tweeted – we know this because he tweeted, they literally hated me. I got it all back uh, thanks to the NFLPA. And we I, should add that he, the reason why he was fined because he missed rehab appointments. Right. That but, that are illegally... Yeah, the yeah. arbitrator then right. said that the team can't mandate that he right, do them right, at the right, training right. facility. So they're fining and withholding money for things that they can't do. That's a problem. I, I, I just don't understand how, first of all, they were they would have gotten away with it if if he didn't speak up. But $700,000? My goodness. Yeah, even you would miss that in your check. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I couldn't get that refrigerator that I wanted. Yeah, right. Well, you know, like Tom Coughlin runs their football operations. Right. And remember when he was with the Giants, it didn't sit well with some players where it was like, if you're if you're on time or two minutes early, you're late. Like that. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do it, remember it was sort that. of this, you should be 10 minutes early if you want to be on time. And he, he was really strict with that sort of stuff. That doesn't play well with the athletes today. If your meeting is at noon and you get there before noon, you're on time. Yeah. yeah. So he's a real stickler. But we can also expect, uh, due to the fact that they didn't win a whole lot of games, uh, would, would you guess, Ira, there's going to be some heavy turnover and not only maybe the coaching in the front office of the Jaguars? That's what that's what's being reported. What I wonder, though, is most players, you're, you're sort of, your career is pretty precarious anyway. And if the Jaguars give you an offer, unless you're a real talented free agent with a lot of leverage, you're probably going to look past any of this stuff. If you're trying to get off the taxi squad, like, are you really going to say, well, the NFLPA said it's a bad place to work? Look you at you like, bringing in the reality <laughs> yeah, of, of <laughs> dollars and cents to yeah. the NFL. If they're going to pay me more than anybody else and right. I get a job, or the answer is yes. Or just give me a spot. Yeah. 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 If I can get a job, I'm right. going to take right. it no right. matter. Yeah. Right. Like, I'll worry about the fines yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. I'll be the dude that just like, you know, that will hold up like the parabolic mic. I'd do that. 
You know, yeah, so. you'd be the guy that gets run over by the players <laughs> crashing into the guy with the parabolic mic. Remember the fortune cookie? The movie, the fortune cookie. I have no idea what he's talking about. No. It, it it had uh, Walter Matthau. And I love Jack Walter. Lemon. I love me some Walter Matthau. <laughs> and and at the time, Jack Lemmon Watermaker. was supposed Watermaker. to be a cameraman. Yeah, and, and it had Keith Jackson in it too, believe it or not. And he's he gets run over by a play, and then here comes the suit and this and that. Whatever. What's your favorite football movie? Oh my goodness! Just for that, it's holiday time. We can do this. Rudy, Rudy, really? Because you cry. Yes, I knew it. I did. Ira, I might go with that terrible Adam Sandler one, Waterboy. Waterboy, <laughs> really? <laughs> All right, I think I got your mentality down. Now. I, I, I'm always struck between um, uh, North Dallas Forty. How which, about them Cowboys? Yeah, which I laugh at, and uh, you know what's uh, Burt Reynolds in the in the prison? Oh, the longest uh, yard, the, the original bats. longest yard, yeah. the original Probably longest yard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean between between those two, I, I I if I stumble upon it, I'm up the rest of the night. Watch. How many points is that? Three points. Three points for that. For that. <laughs> <laughs> Green machine. Green machine. Go. Uh, moving right along, this is an easy one. Uh, who's going to win the NFL MVP award? Uh, we know it's going to be, uh, well, we hope. Look at you. We do. We hope. We hope. I'm not hoping. Uh, this man, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore quarterback, is awesome. Not only, of course, that he's up in the running for that, but he is so popular. You can tell by his jersey sales. Anybody in your house have a Lamar Jackson jersey or want one? No. my The NFL doesn't rate as highly, although I guess my son would go for a Tom Brady. Oh, still, to, oh, so that's admit. why he's still a yeah, top of yeah, Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, my, my kid is 10. And you know, sort of holiday time. Hey, what are you looking at? What do you like? Who do they? T-? And, and he, he, funny. He said, "Well, the reason he didn't want a Lamar Jackson jersey, he would have." And he's not a huge NFL fan, by the way. Mm-hmm. But because so many of his pals do fantasy, that he's now starting to pay attention. So yeah. I guess he can be included in the conversation. Be- but everybody's talking about Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. But this is his mentality because they want Lamar. He said, "Well, I guess if I if I was going to wear a shirt, it would be Pat Mahomes." Now, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, still good, but he just didn't want to be in on the trend. But for folks whose kids do say Lamar Jackson, good luck. From the Washington Post, I mean, if you want his personal apparel, you know, he's got that Era 8, that's his, his jersey right. number. Right. 99 of the 100 items on his own website sold out. Wow. Like, not even you could go. Look, a hooded pullover sweatshirt featuring a design with the word pressure on it. Yeah. That's available, but only in 3XL. Oh. Well, I still might fit in right <laughs> yeah, now. I mean, you'd have a little room. It'd be a little room, you know, <laughs> but it could still happen. But, but now, yes, you have Lamar Jackson, obviously, who is big time in the running. And uh, you have uh, Russell Wilson also could win this award. Yeah. And uh, there's so many people in play right now. So. Yeah, but, the, I mean, this guy, the NFL needs this. Like, you know, he, he's got this infectious smile. He's an exciting player. His All of his merchandise sold out <clears throat> on Cyber Monday. Like they need guys like this that people want to watch in prime time. You give me Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson on a Sunday or a Monday night, even I might tune in for some of that. Yeah, I mean to me he's the next Michael Vick where any play could be the most exciting Did play you see, see Vick talking about him by the way? Yeah, yeah, is it was it, great to see the he way I love him on Madden or I something love the speed. when yeah. former players are, don't begrudge the Exa- next guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, especially when it's like, well, he shouldn't be paid that much. Right, right. But, but he was just paying homage to this right. young kid who come in and said, "Man, like, we were it, tougher back when." Just yeah, it's great. I love it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's really good, yeah. and I like watching. Yeah, even yeah. I like watching him play. Exactly. Go ahead, Barr. Uh, finally, gentlemen, let's discuss the PGA Tour's new broadcast contracts. Well, how often on this program do we discuss 
rights fees and the things that are coming up the NFL in 2022 and uh, is there some sort of tipping point and will the fangs be bitters and what's that going to do? Ira, I'm not a golfer. I don't watch a lot of golf on TV, but it would seem that some of the major broadcast folks seem there's a real good market for this. Yeah, I mean, anytime now when you see the price go up, was it going from potentially $400 million a year to $700 million a year is what's being reported? My quick math is 60%. Yeah. Now when I see that, I, I don't know that it reflects a growing audience or an audience getting any younger, especially for golf. I think it reflects scarcity it, in the it, marketplace. It may even, I mean, for if, if what we're seeing is right. it may even show a diminution in the audience, right. but you got to hold on to what you can hold on exactly. to. Exactly. It's just that much harder now to find any kind of live audience. So where it's out there, you got to grab it. Let's go back to the John Skipper. Do you listen to me when I talk on this show, Bar? Yeah, oh, no, of course oh, yeah. I do. What did John Skipper say about eyeballs? As long as I can get the eyeballs, get as many as you can. Get the eyeballs. It's Then it's my job to figure out how to monetize those eyeballs. Right. But we got to get the eyeballs. And still, sports right now is one of those last bastions of eyeball aggregation, particularly, again, what a rebound year for the NFL. Yeah, I just wonder how long can you ride this, though? How long Good can question. you say, Good question. well, it's just hard to find, so you got to come to us, so the price keeps going up. I mean, at a certain point, a smaller audience is a smaller audience. But we we will have some discussions later on in the month, particularly in our, in our year-end recap show and our look-ahead, with the advance in data and everything that broadcasters, and with the aid of Facebook, because sports leagues are, are being aided by Facebook right now, the more you know about your customer, while that audience may be shrinking, the value proposition for each one of those people that you can bring in is skyrocketing. Because one day we're going to be watching the same game, yet when it's a commercial break, you'll get something for cough medicine because your kid's sick. I will get a Lamar Jackson jersey because I looked for it, and Barr will get some heavy alcohol. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to that end, you see. <laughs> you didn't even know where to go with that one. I know you where you're know going where. with this, man. I mean, you see in this deal, ESPN Plus may be going to come in for the digital rights, and I think that's exactly the point. They think it can drive digital subscriptions, and they think they can find value in it, and that's so... Maybe. Maybe that's what keeps it all afloat. And you know when you're signing up digital customers, you tend to get more information from them. Right. And you're, and you're constantly saying, you know, hey, what's your kid's birthday? What's your birthday? You're just, and we, giving, we willingly give up this information so they can glean more and more from audience behavior, particularly individual sets, saying what you're going to be. It's not going to be not just anybody in the audience. You're going to be Ira. Right. You know, what does Ira want? Right. How can we serve Ira? That way, the value proposition goes up for the advertisers. I'll give, I'll give a little tease from something coming. Oh, uh, good. Because I, uh, I talked to Adam Silver about Joe Sai, and uh, he was saying that one time Sai uh, showed him the Alibaba, way, the way they do highlights. The, for the Yeah, well, the way they do NBA highlights on okay, there. Okay. You can click to buy the sneaker that the player's wearing. Really? So it's that kind of thing. There you go. About. And then yeah. I wonder if they'll know. You'll get If you're a Nike person, if you can like opt into a brand, right. you'll get more highlights from that brand, that player. Yeah, I mean, the possibilities are endless. And you said teasing something's coming. What is uh, coming? Well, hopefully soon some, some Joe Sai stuff that I'm working on. All right. I'd like to read that. <laughs> we, we, we like our Joe Tai news. Got my mouth all watered, you I You're making see. my mouth a water. Ira <laughs> Boudway, thank you, sir, for coming in. And, thank you. And joining this uh, uh, our brood. I guess, what, two people can be a brood. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't want to partake. No, <laughs> uh, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soshnick. Hello, Ira. What's your Twitter? I Boudway. I So it's I-B-O-U-D-W-A-Y. I Boudway. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with the biggest and brightest in the sports business industry. You are listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online wherever you get your podcasts.